There he goes. One of God's own prototypes. A high-powered mutant of some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, and too rare to die. Welcome to episode 27 of the Digital Freemason Podcast. I'm your host, Scott, and I'll be taking you along on my excellent adventure through the world of short Masonic educational papers. This one follows in shortly on the heels of episode 26, which, uh, with uh, the irregularity, sometimes things may be a bit uh, further apart, sometimes they may be a bit closer together. Seeing as we've been just coming off a uh, time apart, now we'll be trying to do things maybe a little bit closer, and as things roll in, I'll... Uh, I'll do my best to try and get them out on a more regular basis or even a semi-regular basis. Regardless of that, this one was a, a bit of a departure. This is actually a, um, an article that came to me from uh, Tim Bryce. And Tim Bryce is, uh, as far as I can see, was podcasting before podcasting had ever even been invented. Um, at his website, he had been doing a weekly Masonic update, which sort of tracked the, uh, the activities and what we and things that were going on in regards to the, the craft in the um, sort of in the Tampa Bay area, Florida, as well as in it, it had kind of grown into a sort of a more international type thing. But uh, I just thought I'd uh, I'd throw this in there, and he and I had been kind of chatting on the back burner, and he sent along this this file, which I thought I would include, and give you a little bit of a chance to hear something other than my melodic voice. So. This one deals with the uh, the Blue Craft, or the Blue Lodge, and uh, in relation to all the other concordant bodies that are out there. I must say, I've had the uh, privilege here in the three-ish years that I've been uh, a member of the craft to have been approached by a number of brethren and uh, had them suggest to me that I should uh, investigate joining one of the concordant bodies. And while I am very humbled that they would be suggesting that to me, I am nowhere far enough into uh, my Masonic career to get a, a good understanding as to what it is that even the Blue Lodge is all about, and figured that it's I need to put my time in there and get a good understanding of what that is before I move on to other ones. As well as, I never joined Freemasonry to be a Shriner, or I never joined it to be a member of the other concordant bodies. So I owe something to the craft for allowing me to, to join their ranks and get a as I say again, a good understanding as to what it is that is all about. So I'll let uh, all brother Tim Brace get on with his talk. We'll quit my blathering on for at least for now. This is Worshipful Tim Brace in Palm Harbor, Florida, with my editorial this week entitled The Blue Lodge, The Bedrock of Freemasonry. I was smoking a cigar with a brother the other day, and we got into a lively discussion on the Blue Lodge, also known as the Craft or Particular Lodge. He wondered why I was so committed to the Blue Lodge and not the other bodies of Freemasonry. Although I joined the Shrine in High Twelve, my participation in these bodies can be described as spotty at best. As to the Scottish Rite and York Rite, frankly, they haven't made their case for me yet. My friend argued, surely you don't believe the body of Masonic knowledge stops at the Blue Lodge door. Well, perhaps not, but I counter that the Blue Lodge is the bedrock of the fraternity. If it crumbles, so will all the other Masonic bodies. The Blue Lodge represents the foundation of the fraternity. All of the other Masonic bodies are built on top of it, and as such they are totally dependent on its existence. Yet it seems people are anxious to be raised and move on to these other bodies that are seemingly more fun and interesting. 
Perhaps this is because there are more rules and regulations heaped on to a Blue Lodge than the other bodies. Consequently, Blue Lodges are inhibited by their Grand Lodges, some to the point of paralysis. Small wonder people want to move on to these other bodies then. These other Masonic bodies often behave autonomously, as if they were independent of the Blue Lodge. They're not. They are totally dependent on it. Yet they rarely lift a finger to help the Blue Lodge. Instead, they fly overhead like vultures waiting to pick off the new members for their own organizations. This is resulting in a growing rift between the Blue Lodge and the other bodies, a very unhealthy situation. Instead of snatching bodies, the other Masonic organizations should be looking for ways to cooperate with the Blue Lodge, such as attracting members, presenting educational programs, helping in fundraisers, assisting in Lodge newsletters and websites, and so on. Instead of an adversarial relationship, they should be building a spirit of cooperation and trust. Unfortunately, this is not what is happening. Relations have gotten so bad that some lodges flat out refuse to let the other bodies in their doors. I guess the point of all of this is that we are all on the same team, but we should always be cognizant of the fact that the Blue Lodge is the bedrock of the fraternity. I like to think of it as the offensive front line of a football team. Without them, everyone else will get clobbered. Brothers, keep the faith. If you have any questions or comments regarding my editorials, please do not hesitate to email them to me at timb001 at phmainstreet.com. This is Tim Bryson, Florida, a foot soldier for Freemasonry. So there's Worshipful Brother Bryce's thoughts on the Blue Lodge as well as uh, some of the Concordant Bodies. And knowing some of the stuff just sort of on the periphery that the Concordant Bodies are doing, at some point in my life I imagine I will be joining those up and uh, enjoying all that they have to offer in regards to making myself a, a better person as well as a better Mason, which in turn makes me a better father, son, worker, and all those other things that make a good man better. So that wraps up this episode of the Digital Freemason Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Scott, and I was uh, glad that you came along on my excellent journey through the world of short Masonic papers. And I hope that if you have any comments or thoughts about uh, this podcast or any other ones, you'll feel free to email me at podcast at kinggeorgelodge.com. As well, if, as if you have any uh, pieces which you think might be useful in future episodes of this podcast, feel free to email them to me. I guess preferably in an MP3 format, but I can work with almost anything. The important thing is that you just get me something. So, until next time, if you haven't been to your Blue Lodge lately, try going back to your Blue Lodge. You may find something new and exciting there. Hopefully you do. And I'll be talking to you later, and make sure you keep the shiny side up.